Howdy folks, welcome back to Humanistic Perspective. This is after the fact of this recording. Sorry about the audio corrupting at the beginning of this. It was the first one back and the second, but I'm stoked to be recording these, learning more of a pop. This one's with a good friend of mine, Syed. Uh, he is a dropshipping, Amazon, fulfillment, entrepreneur, just hustling, doing his thing, and originally from Pakistan. I think you'll find this episode extremely enthralling. We cover a lot of stuff while just seshing out like homies. We've been stoked to record this ever since I met him over at Ride, which was, uh, you know, just really, really good time. Um, but yeah, anyways, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Without further ado, this is Humanistic Perspective with a good homie, Saeed. And I hope you have a great day, folks. Three, two, one. Start at it to achieve what your, what your goals are. Everything starts small, and what you become over time, it's big. Mm. So what my goals were small, were very small. And as I was completing those goals, I was feeling more and more happy and more proud of myself. Mm. So my, I remember the first goal I had was to make $1,000. Mm. And what age was that that you set that goal? This was at 18. My I started. I got into the business June 8, 2008. Got it. That's yeah. when I got into it. And what business were you launching into? That was uh, that was the same business with my brother. Mm. With Amazon Electronics. Amazon Electronics. So we were selling headphones. That time, iPod was very popular. Remember iPod? Oh yeah, I remember that. I had one. I I actually started with the Nano. Do you remember those? I remember those small dipsy things. Yep. Yeah. So we were weren't selling the iPods. We were selling the cases. So the mm-hmm. gel case, the for Nanos and uh, for iPods, for the gel casing, and then the cell phones were our biggest heads, and then um, working with. Uh, Working with uh, cell phones was our biggest thing, and headphones. Cell phones and headphones. Cell phones and headphones was the biggest thing, and just launching. And where were you doing this out of, like location-wise? We were doing this out of Chicago. We did not have two locations. We only had one location. And how big did, of a location did you have? To this start was twelve thousand square feet. Did you? How did you? Let's slow it down too. Like, how did you know you needed that much space? Were you running mostly off the lead of your brother? Is he older was, than you? He's uh, ten years older than me. Got it. Got it. So he's just so he's years. ten years. What's his name too? His name is Fahad. Shout out Fahad. <laughs> <laughs> so All right, cool. um, I'm gonna light a joint. Wake you going. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. Go for it, dude. All right, but need that shit. <laughs> All right, so catch me up. So you're. So, How did you know you needed the 12,000 square foot place? So we were running this out of the house. We were running out of my brother's house in the city in his condo. And we were just piling up a lot of shit, like out of shit after shit. And then everything was working very rigorously. Everything was constant mm. on, our, on our shipping. So we were buying stuff from Alibaba. Mm. And we were selling it around U.S., Canada. At that time, only and at this time, what are your margins looking like? Like, what are you buying the unit for? We were buying it for four ninety nine, selling it for twelve ninety nine, eleven ninety nine. Holy cow! Yeah, at that time, that's fantastic. My, that's my brother because I started with my brother. Right before my brother, I honestly don't know how much he was going. 
but I think he was going a lot higher because he was comfortable. With how did the, he hear about this? Like, how did how did he know to jump into this business? Because he did that class with the FBA. Mm-hmm. You, dude, have you heard of that? No. What is that? FBA Amazon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a so it's a it's a school it's for a, doing their dropshipping basically. It's pretty much, but okay. he got that concept, but he did not want to go through them, and he wanted to learn on his own, which he did, and he was he's fine with it. Yeah, he was a practitioner, and that's smart too, because I bet you they take a profit share, don't they? They do. Yeah, they take eight hundred dollars, I think, um, eight hundred dollars to start, and uh, yeah. Interesting. So, you get it. You 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 guys decide we're going to do a twelve thousand square foot space. You're doing the cell phones and all of that. I actually want to before we continue forward, go backwards. Let's go back to like when you grew up. Didn't you not grow up in the U.S.? Correct. I did. Yeah, okay, I did much. not. I did not. I'm sorry. Where Where did you originally grow up? Like, where were you born? I was born in Pakistan. Yo, shout out Pakistan. I was born in Pakistan. Um, I came here when I was nine years old. Wow. So, what was one through nine like? Do you remember any of it? Do you ever get weird like flashbacks to it, or what do you what do you recall from that period? I've been back. The life over there was great, beautiful. The life is there is beautiful. I do tourism business over there for northern Pakistan. At one to nine, you were were already working. Now, now I do. Now I do. Yeah, now. Wait, you run your own uh, agent tourist agency. One to nine, no, no, no. I work with an agency sure. to promote northern Pakistan. Got it. It's like a mini Switzerland. <laughs> I've never heard that. I got to check that shit out. You Give should. me a city to look at, and I'll look at it after the show. Hunza, Hunza Valley. Hunza Valley. Good place to get married? That's a very great, it's do a you, great place. Do you know Italy a lot? Does it look like Lake Como? The who? There's an area in Italy called Lake Como, and it sounds, it's like this like city lake valley town right and uh it's just surrounded by this huge lake and it's all this beautiful countryside and like oh my god it's breathtaking it's fucking breathtaking is it similar to that or what's the aesthetic like it's like literally like uh switzerland mini switzerland it's very mountains high mountains you know what so can you go snowboarding there sure holy you know what k2 is have you heard of k2 mountains Mm mm-hmm Second largest mountains in the world. I, I might have then. Um, I probably heard about it when that one guy who was doing the, he climbed the 12 peaks within like really quickly. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was insane. Talk about a, a agility. So going to Pakistan, what is it like? What's the school system like? What is your, what are your influences? Are you intrigued by Western culture? What is your perspective when you don't know America at all on America, like when you're there and you want to move here, like what made you want to come? Well, my whole family is here from my mom's side. Mm. All my cousins. Um, when I was in 96, 99, this thing is stuck on my leg. Oh, you're good. Go ahead and free it. And in 99, my brother and my dad, they already moved here. Okay. They loved the life, like, you know. What did they talk about? So they liked it. They wanted my mom to move, and then my mom and I was little. I was nine years old. Sure. Did you have any idea of what you were doing, or were you like, all right, whatever? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, no yeah. say. Just do it. I'll do it. So you land in America. What's first? What do you do? At What's nine years, like? I was in school. I didn't know English. In well, Chicago, did you come first here? No, Hoffman Estates. Mm. 
So you were in the Illinois area. Yeah, yeah, Illinois. I've always been in Illinois, Chicago. Yeah, yeah sure. So I was bilingual. Okay. I didn't know English that much. And in Pakistan, what do they speak again? The Urdu. Could you repeat that again? Urdu. Urdu. Yeah. U-R-D-U. That's fascinating. Yeah. And is it is it hard to pick up language-wise? No, no, no. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So you're, you're bilingual. Are you hanging out with mostly kids from Pakistan? I do. All my friends are Pakistani. Mm. And that's epic. That's pretty cool. So was it, what was it, were you popular in school? Did you just try and float your boat? What was sort of your thing? I was not popular in high school. Mm. I was not. And then once I started college, yeah, I got popular sure. at that point. Yeah. I made my girlfriend and shit, you know. What did you want to do in high school? I always wanted to do business. Mm, you always knew that, yeah. 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 And did you do sports or what were your hobbies like? What I did. I played cricket. Oh, shit. Cricket's lit. That's sick. Damn. Do you still play or? I don't. I don't anymore. No. Sure. sure. That makes sense. But I used to pay, play a lot, like travel team. Mm. I used to travel to St. Louis. What was your home life like? So. Like, uh, I know, like, the stereotypical experience, for example, with, like, an Asian-American family is there's a strict regiment and there's a high, you know, high value on education. What was sort of the upbringing like for you? Well, my mom, I feel like every mother, she wants her their son to go to school, get a degree, mm. and be, you know... Something. Be something, yeah. Sure. And so that, that was always something that always. was talked about in the house. And always. Like, I... I did not want to do school. I was really like weak, gay, well, mm. I don't want to do it. Sure. Yeah. You know? Interesting. And so, where did you go to college? Yeah, you... you... I went to DePaul University. Mm. I went to COD first. Did my gen ads there. Wasted four years over there. <laughs> sure. I sort of got... <laughs> yeah, right. Well, yeah, what is your perspective on college? Do you think it's worth it? Do you think it's a scam? No, it's not worth it. Well... A lot of people can defer me on that. Sure. You know, but, but like right now, uh, you if you get a certification, like my cousin, he got a certification in, in a scrum master. That stupid fella is, has a landed a freaking $110,000 job. Right. Fucking doing all this. Uh, no experience. Get out of here. No experience. Have not stepped in college, but he's a goddamn scrum master. What is a scrum master? Yeah, what is that? Project management. Really? That's all he does? That's all. And what type of companies is he doing it for? He's doing it for IBM. Oh, no wonder. Yeah, that's a big $110,000, man. Come on. Full benefit. He just got a fucking certificate for that? That's it. And how much you pay for the certificate? $150 fucking dollars. Are you kidding me? I'm serious, man. Look it up. Yeah, I gotta look that up. Hey, man, what was everybody that? Everybody, look it up. Scrum Master. Scrum? Scrum. S C R U M. Scrum Master. Master. And it's a certificate. It's a certificate. Interesting. I can give you the class of name that he's doing yeah. it with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and that landed him a position like that. Damn, and all he's doing is basically project management with internal projects. Right, right, right. And all you got to do is you got to know your shit. Like, they make your fucking resume. It's a fucking lie. You got to be okay with that. They will lie for you, but you got to go with the lie. <laughs> They're lying for 
What do you mean by that? Do you mean more that they're writing? So, they're, they're, well, name me your past two jo- employers. My my current two employers are, are Starbucks uh, and Rice. Rice and Starbucks. All right, so they will put you at Rice as a, I don't know. Uh, Oh, they would put a higher position than you Yeah, they they would give you a change of a different position because it's more of a corporate job. Sure. That's that's fascinating. Starbucks, they can't do that because Starbucks, they can do a scrum master. Fuck yeah, Starbucks is a fucking scrum master. Dude, it's so fascinating to hear all the different ways that people are like grinding, hustling, and just figuring out how to make whatever the fuck they need to work in order to pass life. You know? Fuck yeah, dude. I love fuck it. yeah. I love that energy. It's it's really the American spirit. You know, it's like, hustle as hard as you can, figure it out. That's epic. Is he enjoying the job? Dude, he loves a hundred and ten fucking thousand dollars. Who would not... Who would not fucking enjoy the job, even though they don't fucking enjoy the job? Yeah, and that's something interesting you bring up about that concept of, do you know about the studies done at various institutions in relation to once an individual reaches about seventy-eight dollars to $80,000 a year, they've actually reached that optimal threshold of money that a human needs to survive and uh, complete satisfaction. Therefore, the money they make after that will not bring up more satisfaction and the money underneath that brings them enough stress that they want to make more. Exactly. It's, it's fascinating. Every two weeks, he's making, what, $10,000? Sure. I'm just giving you a real fast one. I yeah. don't know. No, that's, yeah, that's exactly how it's down. is what? I t- mean, before taxes, of course. He's of probably course. taking home at the end of the year in the 90s, high 90s, which is still fantastic. That is, yeah, like you're saying, $4,850 every month. How much pocket. can you money can you waste in, in two weeks? Month. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Fuck a month Dude, in two I, weeks. I know my budgeting. How right? much can you eat out? Right. How many sticks can you eat? <laughs> yeah, exactly. How many lobsters? In the wealthiest country in America, in the world. You know what's fascinating? People in America will make like 40 to 60K a year and they'll cry and complain because they just don't know how to budget. Yeah, we'll just smoke something else. They don't know how to budget or they don't know how to like take care of themselves in that manner. And ironically, the rest of the world, the average like household income a day is less than a dollar. Right, less than right, $2. right, right, you're right. And like, you know, and they people in America think we have it bad. But like when you take in a global perspective, it's like, you think you have it bad or do you maybe just look at the lens of the situation inappropriately? Man, it's, it's wicked crazy. What's your philosophy on budgeting and how you operate your finances? In your personal life first, then we'll talk business. In my personal life first? Yeah. Like, like, do you do like a 80, 10, 20 rule? Or no, I have, I have be, I'm really spoiled about myself on that because okay. it's me and my wife sure. as of right now. So I give us more leniency. Mm. So we, I take out 40%. Percent. And... Okay, that makes sense. And 40, then, 60 is like six, 40 60% is, of uh, living the needs and 40% savings? Yeah, pretty Like, there's no savings. No well, savings. really less savings because I put a lot of Because you put it all in the, the back business. of the business. Sure, I that do. makes sense. You're trying to accelerate. I do put it back in the business. I try to get bigger, bigger space in the business. Sure. I do a lot of investments. Mm. So, in real estate. Mm, you're diversified into real estate. Right, well. I do. How many holdings do you have? 
not that much. I don't. I don't have. I, so it's just starting that. Program. I'm starting real estate right now, but I do have uh, quite a bit of holdings in uh, on Robinhood. Oh, okay, very nice. They've been going on since high school. I started, and I don't want to sell those. Yeah, no, yeah, those are parking barks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I bought Tesla when it was freaking like no shit. How many shares? Hundred and ten dollars share, and I bought freaking. I don't know, the twenty thirty. Holy shit! Chris. I bought that at that time, I, and and now Holy I do shit, I, like I do put it, I do park it, yeah. Sure. But at that time, I was really like, oh yeah. Let's do you do have it. a financial consultant or no? Man, I wish no. Yeah. Do you so that that that, that when you're talking about that. excelling to the next level? Yeah. Do you have a mentor right now or someone that you? Well, yeah, I do. To? I do. I do have okay. a mentor, not a financial advisor, but I do have my in law. Mm. My brother-in-law, because he was a financial advisor. Okay. Oh, uh, when he worked. So if you really are not sure, you can advise with him. Yeah, I can, and he will give me a good advice. I know. Okay, that's nice. Damn, that's cool. So, college. Let's go back to that experience. Talk me through some, maybe some major milestones or highlights that you recall. When you think back to college, what do you think about right now? Let's start in a social setting. How the set. fuck did I get through bachelors? That's all I think of. Now, are you talking at COD or when you went to De- DePaul? Well, COD was like, whatever, dude. I yeah. did four years, four years. I sure. wasted a lot of money there. And then I got into... The mic higher. I got into um, I got into DePaul. I don't know how. I don't know how. I did testing. And sometimes I cheated my way. <laughs> yeah, you did what you had to do to get through. I, you, exactly. And it's it's fascinating, too, because it's like, I think, too, there's this, like, mindset of people who are raised with, you started at zero, and I same with me. Like, our fa- my family was poor my entire life. Like, we exactly. did, didn't have it well. And, right. and, and you have this, you understand the ethics and morals that are needed in the world, but you understand that potentially conventions and rules created by man right. aren't in alignment with with what might need to be done for your personal morals or ethics at a situation in time. Exactly. 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 And it's, it's like, I get what you're saying, too. It's like, at that point in time, you had to do what you had to do. Like, this is so bad. Like... At that time, you remember placement tests? Did you guys have to do placement testing? Oh, of course, yeah. yeah. Standardized testing. Yeah, yeah. so I, I didn't take mine. I had to send someone else, acting oh, as Sega Joffrey, yeah. to go in and I changed his ID card and everything. And he took my. I don't know, it's fascinating. You used your dark arts in a really smart way, like right. uh, the same institutions that would deny you after finding out something like that right. would have also applauded you for the ethics and the, and the process you used because to get there. Because DePaul is a private school. Yeah. I also went to a private institution. Yeah, exactly. And that's they where they're money. at. That's where they make money. Yes, private schools I don't. applied at UIC. I applied at NIU. They're mm-hmm. private. Yep. Bam, bam, bam. Rejected. Rejection. Yep. Yep. Freaking DePaul University. I'm like, shit, dude. Why the hell am I in here? Dude, it's insane. I I totally get what you're saying. Like, the I thought I I also feel that way with the private schools, right? Like, the money situation isn't as bad. Usually, they have a much tighter network and donor right. scheme. 
right. and things like that where like I, I believe I got into my institution not because of my testing scores but because of the, my alternative essays. I had turned in, I turned in my test scores and two essays and I thought I think my my ability and my rhetoric in that time got me in over my scores. Now I've heard that you can make get write your essays online. Dude, college is a hoax now. It's like because my nephew here he gives a topic online to whatever, and it's a freaking letter. Uh, it's a essay, three page, four page. Mm. It's freaking all written. He's sent it. It's hundred by hundred. Yeah, it's that easy. And here's the thing. Here's what's wrong. Average household income only grows at about through maybe one percent a year. Inflation grows at about three on an average year. And college has been growing at like a 10, 11% rate per year. Exactly. That is completely exactly. with the income yep. sources. It's not sustainable in the one. And the two is everyone, because it was the only way after we stopped having war, after going to the military, after they had publicity in the 90s, had put down the trade route and the tech boom happened, everyone said, you must get a degree. You must get a degree. So now the barrier of entry is so minuscule that so many people are are doing it that now it's just it's just another uh, participation trophy. You need you're the right. masters to stand out, or you need the PhD to stand you are out. You're right. You're right. And that those two things combined completely have decimated that industry. You're right. You're right. Decimated. And the worst part, public institutions with their huge endowments, their investment accounts are growing by the billions every year. Look at Harvard. Look at Yale. Look at all these major institutions. They could survive without another dollar from a single student for the next right. hundred years off You're just right. investments. You are right. And it's fucked what they're doing. You are absolutely right, my friend. And what you're saying with all these alternative you know, certificates, online things, how you've now come to find your business, there are so many other paths to success nowadays. Like, it's, it's, it's unfathomable if you think that college is the only way. Like, my, I tell this to my mom all the time. Yeah. Like, uh, like I am very successful in what I do. Yeah. You know. Thank the Lord, right? Thank the Lord. I'm very successful in what I do. I've been doing this for the past 12 years now. Wow. Uh, so, I, did, I feel like I did that degree just for my mom. Just for her happiness. Literally, no, literally, the hundred thousand dollars that I paid to DePaul University mm-hmm. is because my mom could be happy. Yes, she she because she wants she wanted a degree. She's like, I don't care what you do until the dawn of time. She will always think that because you went there is why you're successful. Exactly, exactly. My sister has a degree in marketing. My brother has a degree in computer science. So she's like. I don't care if you have a degree with from with arts, get a degree. Yeah, I was like, I do. I'll just, I'll I'll get a degree in business. And your mom's smart because, like, as you know, our parents, their generation only got so far. And when you only get so far, there's so many things you don't know. And if you don't know, you gotta run with the advice you do know. And what they have seen that worked was people with degrees generally exactly. worked out better. Exactly. And that's the best advice they could have gave at their time. And that point, like my dad and my mom both say degree, degree, degree. Yeah. You know. Agreed. So yeah, for sure. I, I'll, I'll get a degree. Sure. That's it. My thing that I plan on doing with my children, and after this I'm going to load a dab if you don't mind for yeah, us. Yeah, for sure, man. The 
the thing I'm going to tell my kids is one of two things happen. A, at 18 years old, I will help you with whatever route you want to go. If you want to go become a practitioner and you give me a written out roadmap of what you plan to do and you go find mentors and you try and succeed, I will support you here and there financially as needed. Or if you go to college, I will pay for the education. But after that much, if you want to go out, if you want to have fun, all of that income is on your chest to figure out. Yeah, yeah. And I will support you so long as whatever you're doing, you have effort and you're giving initiative. I don't need it to be college. I just need to know you have a plan. Right. If it is college, great. I love it. Go do it. And that's the best way, I think, to raise a kid. Absolutely. Like for me... Yeah, I, what would I, you, do you want kids? I do. I do. So what I, would you tell them in that situation? Like I, I want the, my kid to go to college if you want to... Like I think like college is important if you want to be a lawyer, mm. if you want to be an engineer, mm. if you want to be a doctor. Something with rigorous amounts of research exactly. and implementation needed in an exactly. environment that it's stress-free like that. Like industry, like you, like I'm not saying be a doctor. You have to be a doctor. Mm. I'm saying medical uh, researcher, the person. Yes. Like I don't know, like people who do research, so like on like new um, medicine you're talking about industries that overlap in the academia world industries that will always have research going on even in the private sector that's true but I want to do like that kind of sort of you want to do that that way go to sure. college go sure. to college but if you're going to college for IT or something for business no oh, like business I can teach you business yes exactly uh, you're a me and, and 10 other books my teach brother you can teach you business he taught me business <laughs> and, you know so definitely like a coding you can do certification you can, 10 weeks you can be a certificate for a coder you know if you want to do um, like other software there's so many softwares you can do there's stocks you can do. You can learn how to do daytime training, you know, day-to-day -day training. You can do all those. What do you say to someone who's just too afraid because they've never done any of these before to jump off? And there's no way they want to change themselves. Is that right? No, maybe they do want to change themselves. By the way, hit this. This is um Do I gotta light it? No, just smoke. Oh. Rip pretty hard. This is a uh, burnt toast is the strain. And that's all you gotta do. Hit it. Oh. Smoke break brought to you by Sativa Concentrates. Cheers. Cheers, folks. Cheers. Um, um, what were we talking about? So we were talking about your college experience. We had gone on a tangent about like getting, pursuing further education and whatever means. But I want to circle back. So you're at school. What was your best academic achievement you ever had? Uh, I took an intro. What were you most proud of? I took an intro to business class. That class was so fucking easy. We fucking made Legos. <laughs> Dude, I tell you, I got a business degree as well. Business yeah. degrees are daycares for creativity. Exactly. That's all it is. It's exactly. an incubus for trying to get you to push the way you can accelerate the brain exactly. to think outside the box. They took, they gave us a set amount of Legos, a certain number, 
mm-hmm. told us to make something. I made a fucking helicopter. <laughs> and they were probably like, very good. It was, I was just doing, I, was, I did not mean to make a helicopter, but it was just going as it was going, and the puzzles were just going and going, and ended up being a, and the person said, oh shit, that looks like a helicopter. I'm like, oh yeah, that is a helicopter. I, was, I went with it. I'm like, hey, whatever, dude. All right. That's fantastic. All right, you finish up college, and what do you do next? Where are you at with your mental state, and where do you go next? So um, I still, I got into the business for Amazon when I was in, oh, right at college. Right at college, at eighteen. What age? Eighteen. You started with eighteen. Two thousand eight, baby. I was in. <laughs> so so um, you're going. Wait, g- give me a daily breakdown. You're waking up, going to class, going was, to dropship, going to class, going to dropship night. No, I was doing warehousing straight up, just helping my brother box with boxes. I was you pretty were just much labor. I was just his labor, exactly. Yeah. He paid me really pennies for his shit. But to get what you want to get to, you have to. You have to suffer. You have to suffer. You know, you have to make. Pennies. The Buddha say, "Life is eternal suffering." And I used to make um, at that time seven dollars an hour. I think. Yeah, wow. that time it was seven dollars an hour. I saw he paid me. He paid me for sure, and um, I had a freaking check. Yeah, um, you were just happy to see cash. I was just happy to see cash. Whatever. Yeah, that was that wasn't like he was giving me cash, hardcore green cash. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't giving me check or anything. Yeah, yeah, you were under no the table, table under the table still. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I was getting cash. I was like, yeah, whatever. Did I? Go out. I was eighteen, you know. Yeah. Awesome. You're young. Young. You know, going out to clubs and shit. Spending every dollar. Spending every fucking dollar. <laughs> you remember Soundbar in the city? Have you ever been no, there? No, I'm not. It's a club. All right, I'll I would check it out. Check it out. Uh, great club. Getting uh, tossed out from the club, drunk as hell, and being underage. Because you got to be 21. Right, right. Um, That's so fucking funny. And that was that was the highlights of my story of my... Um, younger years. From 18 to 21. Like, as much clubbing... As possible. As much clubbing I've done, I don't think, like, anybody in my family has done that. Wow. I'm not going to go in the world, but I would say my family, no one has done that. Right. Like, going to on a club, like, on Hubbard Street... Um, what was the club? Social. Yeah, I've heard of that one, yeah. Yeah, social, just going out, getting, you know, wretchedly drunk. My scene is more the concert scene, so, like, I, I've i always been going out and trying to get into that scene. So, Subterranean, going out to the yeah. north side over to, um, what the fuck is it? Um, Aragon Ballroom. Oh, that's one. Yeah, like, doing a lot of those types of venues and seeing acts. I'm more. I was more of like in in those eighteen twenty one. I was hundred percent clubber. Sure. Yeah. 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 I know. And I was a like a whore. A man. I whore? was a man whore. Oh my god. <laughs> Are you religious? I'm not. You can say no. No. I'm not. All right. I hear you. I hear you. Because in the Muslims, you can't drink. I used to drink. Mm. I still drink here and there. Yeah. I hear you. And so you were just partying. You weren't worried about really doing anything specific, right? Nothing. Like, I had, I was dating, like, a, two girls at the same <laughs> time. I was a whore, man. Like, yeah. 
even my wife knows that. So like, I say that like, yo, calm down. <laughs> Why you say calm down? Because she makes it makes it uh, like tells me that I'm a whore. That whenever we fight or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I'm like, yo, this that's old news. You're like, that's old. I'm like, done that, been there, done that, whatever that is. Yeah, 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 tried that. <laughs> yeah, whatever. So when did you finally, you know, get out of that stage of wanting to party and let loose, like where your priorities started shifting? What like, would you at, say? At 24, I was straightening out because I was in the business okay. at the age of 23. I was in the business 50-50 with my brother. Sure. Going from a laborer to an executive owner. Wow. Uh, I had to put money in. I had to invest yeah, money. Yeah, what did he, how much did he want in? I had to put in uh, 20000 to get into the business. Dang. Which was fine for 21,000 square feet place. Sure. Putting in the business. So now I am in the business 20000 And now that... What's your ownership? 50000 50000 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, What's the business ownership structure? Like, what do you mean? Uh, Is it LLC, C Corp? LLC. LLC, yeah. Yeah, that makes most sense. And 24, what did did you guys sit down with lawyers for your operating agreement or no? In the beginning, yes. Our lawyers are affidavit. It's done by the lawyers. Sure, sure. Nice. And... uh, what was your guys' first initiative together, or what did he want you to do? What was your role at that time? So my role has already always been operations manager. Okay. He is a CEO of a company, and that's how I want him to be. And that's how you want him to be. Because he started the company. Um, he started in uh, 2000, 2005, 2004, I'm sorry. Sure. 2004, that company was started. And he started the company. So I was like, you know what, as you go as an oper- a CEO, I'm an operations manager. And as operations manager, what is your job detail? So like uh, my manager detail is my, I am, um, co- my responsibility is logistics okay. manager, um, any kind of shipment manager. Okay. Um, though I do um, do those things. All the shipping and logistics are under me. Especially, and also, um, I would say the third one, I'm not, those are the two main ones that I do have under me. Got it. And at first, was it was it stressful, or what What was it like when you first took on that role? It was very stressful, because going from a labor guy to a guy to, like, being managing um, a teams of, like, operations. Sure. I mean, of logistics and shipping. You have like a, like right now as of today, and shipping I have about I have a manager with with him I have uh, six employees under him. And is so is your rule of thumb one manager per six shift employees? Um. Well, one manager per six. Yeah. 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 So that's that's a healthy breakdown. And that's will you need to expand in your current spaces or? Right now, I don't think so because okay. we have two locations, and I think one um, in Chicago, one in one in Chicago, one in Naperville. Got it, got it. And I think we are totally fine right now. We're just trying to like, cause 
as of yesterday, I can break it down on the radio. Yeah. I just, uh, we just bought a new business. Holy crap. Yeah. Uh, the business name is Cumbert. I think that's what it's called. Cumbert? Let me tell you. What do they do? It's a tie-dye business. Oh, interesting. So I got into a totally different business that got into tie-dye. It's still in a warehouse setting, correct? With a shop? It's for my warehouse, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Wow. Congrats on that. Thank you. What did you guys, what, are you willing to talk some of the details? What did you guys purchase as? Like, what was like the it's, it's under our LLC. Nice. And it's going to be under our uh, The same LLC? The same one. Now, why aren't you going to make a sister parent corporation? I don't want to. Okay. I don't want to because I want to. To make it less confusing, just having a lot of other corporations. And it seems like this could just be a sub-branch of the current business. This could be. This what is be. the name of the business? I will tell you that right now. Your current business, yeah. I'll tell you right now. My partner just texted me. Brand name is Cumber. I was right, Cumber. Cumber. What's your business name? Uh, Joffrey Electronics. J-A-F-R-I. J-A-F-R-I. And Electronics. Joffrey Electronics. Yeah. Cool. And so you join in 24, your operations managing. When do you guys gain a second warehouse? Because at one point you're just using one location. Okay, so right now I'm looking at Dope, a tie-dye deluxe box set. It's a full set. All you need is a white t-shirt. That's insane. Oh, you know what's fucking funny, bro? Lil, come here for a second. For my girlfriend's birthday a year ago, we had to do it at her house with COVID and all that or something like that. And sure. I think it was her golden birthday. Guess what we did? Tie-dye. Tie-dyeing. Lil, do you remember when we did tie-dyeing for your birthday? Come look at this product. Was this the product we used? I have no idea. Is it? I have no idea. Look through. Look at it. It's like a kit you buy. It looks similar. Like you could use a kit like this. I'm pretty sure that's the kit your mom bought. I think we might have bought this kit. Wow. Which is kind of wild. This was back when my friend had it. Who was the owner. Because your mom got it on Amazon. Mm-hmm. That's wild. So now you guys own that company? We own this company now. Now we can't even sell anything currently. On yeah, so why, is, is, so why, what was the reason for the acquisition? Were they needing more money? Do they are they going under? What was their the the owner of the company was out. was needing a business money. Uh, they needed money, I guess. Sure. Because so times are tough. Sure. I guess times yeah, are tough. So, you know. Got it. Got it. So we were just talking. We were talking over the weekend on Friday. He mentioned that he's planning on selling the business. I'm like, why are you selling the business? You know, like there's only one reason why you want to sell low business. It's a freaking Amazon business. You have no tangible expense. You know, all it is is either you can connect it, sell it, or if you, yeah, you, if you have to do everything manually, meaning that you have to keep it at the house and then do the shipping, yeah, that gets really costly if you're not smart enough. Right. And I think the one of my friend, the person who owned the business, wasn't smart enough. I made an offer. I'm like, I'll buy the business. Made him an offer, he couldn't refuse. You hand over the business to me. Just 
hand over everything. You don't have to do anything. Just You'll figure it all out. I'll hand over everything to him. And where is the state of his business? Does he have a lot of employees? Did you have to fire people, hire people? Is there disarray? I have to get rid of two people from him. I did not find employees because he had, he overly capacitated capacity in the company I felt so bad taking somebody's bread away right. it's horrible yeah that's probably one of the toughest part of your jobs I was going to ask when you first started what was one of the things that you know now that you wish you knew then or like what's a skill you have now that you had to grow into a learning learning uh, new describe product. that more to me because I was not that like when I when I got into the business Come on, man. I was like a college dropout, Yevo, you know. Like, I had education of a zero, zero meter. So you just weren't focused. You didn't understand how to learn. Ah, I get what you're saying. So your comprehension wasn't wasn't there. Like, it was, I wasn't, like, learning anything, but I got into, I thought uh, me and my brother would never get along. Why? I thought we would never get along. So getting along is in in a way of, like, learning you know, learning, trusting each other, to trusting you. each other, learning. I thought I would be really rude to him. I thought he would be really rude to me. Sure, but no, that gets tiring. I bet the older you get, exactly. There's no time for that bullshit. Exactly. Yeah, and and that's the one thing. Like when you rolled up, we were talking about like, oh, how many phone calls you get today? You're like, bro, don't even mention that. Don't even bring that up. Exactly. Which is cool though. But I like that you understand and you like, you know what to do for yourself and like how to prioritize that. You're like, if anyone needs to get to me, they'll get to me, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Like right now I changed my settings to sleep. I love that. Yeah. Only my mom, dad, and my wife can call me. That's nice. That's it. That's nice. You go have ahead and hit that real quick because it does go off. Yeah, I do have an iPhone. I know how to set those uh, priority focus modes. Those are really nice now that they've added that. Now, I have something interesting, actually. I've been doing this podcast, but I don't have social media. I deleted it last December, and now that I've been doing the show, I'm only logging on on my laptop or or a desktop and uploading promotional material, and that is it, actually. And I find that not having that on my phone, the only thing that distracts me is YouTube. Other than that, I'm focused. And the thing that I tend to do with my time is recently I've been gardening a lot um, or books, learning yeah. more stuff because pushing my intellect or trying to comprehend at a higher level will help me with what this. Very nice, very nice. But this was some Acapulco gold right here that we just smoked on. A what? Acapulco gold. Acapulco? Acapulco. It's a place. It's a country. Acapulco. Or it's a place. Acapulco. Acapulco. Gold. Gold. Yeah. Where is where is this place? Um, let's. I don't know. Let's see. I'm fucking high, dude. I like this shit. What hey Siri, this? where's Acapulco? About to find out. Acapulco is in Guerrero. Acapulco is in Guerrero. Where's the Guerrero? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the sovereign nation. It's located in southwest Mexico. Guerrero. It's border state of Michicana. 
north and west in the states of Mexico and Morales to the north. Amen to all the Mexican brothers. That shit is really hot. That shit is real good, man. It's nice. We smoked really good shit. Hell yeah. Now your go-to, while we're on this topic of cannabis, how did cannabis get introduced into your life? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how do you use it now and how is your relationship formulated with it? Man... Sometimes I, wish, sometimes I wish I never got into cannabis. <laughs> sometimes. I know what you mean sometimes. You know, sometimes I do wish that I never got into cannabis. It's a whole nother girlfriend, bro. It is. It is. It is. <laughs> it is. I know what you mean. I was, uh, I still remember, this. sometimes I, I did do think about this the other day I did. Yeah. I was 15 years at my parents' house behind that shed. <laughs> Bong or bowl? Me or and my cousin. Joint? Me and my cousin, because he was in, he's um, four years older than me. I was 15, he was 19. Yeah. He came to my house. We went in the, behind the shed. We smoked a ball. Nice. I'm nice. like, what is this? And Just some like, Reggie weed? Did you even know the strain? I know, dude. No, it was, it was straight up Reggie. Yeah. Straight up Reggie. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? Fucking brick weed. I was like, dude, smoke it, smoke it. I'm like, man, fuck you. <laughs> so, but I smoked it. I was like, yeah, whatever, whatever. Smoked it, smoked it. Um, I think I got affected when my eyes got red. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My eyes exactly. got red. When I was younger, I'd get the bloodshot. Yeah, my, yeah, exactly. Yep. So, like, I, w- I came home. I went and crashed at my room. And then it was dinner time. It was like 5 o'clock. My mom comes in my room. She goes, all right, let's go. Time for dinner. And then I get up. My eyes are fucking bloodshot. <laughs> my mom is Does like. Does she know? My mom is like, why are your eyes so red? I'm like, I fell in the bushes. <laughs> my mom's like, what the fuck? Oh I said, my, my, my mom's oh like, my what, what the hell are you talking about? Sure. I'm like, I just fell in the bushes. I said, remember this conversation. And that's Did it. she believe that? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. But we, we, our conversation moved, and we I went to dinner downstairs, ate dinner. <laughs> I came home after dinner, and then I just knocked out till next morning. You know how you smoke the first time, man. I wish oh, I it's psychedelic have, as fuck. I wish I can smoke. I can get high like, like that. that again. Yeah. yeah. That's like a. It's almost like if if anyone's listening and hasn't smoked before, it's like your first high. It really, really triggers your uh, CB1 receptor, and it, you do you start tripping balls like you're on shrooms, Whatever. like some psychedelic, and it really, it it's it, it's a it's a formative experience, and it's interesting because now my relationship with weed is much more medicinal. I actually love that I don't, it's not like a, something that fucks me up and I can't operate or function in life. I like that it like balances me because mm-hmm. like I I. I am really high wired ADHD, and when I smoke, I'm just really centered. Like just I'm just chilling. Yeah, I'm. Sh- I'm yeah, right now, like I'm just chilling. Like yeah, I worked all morning, all the day. We both got up at the same time, bro. We were, I was up at three forty-five. Yeah, be, I woke up at four thirty. At four thirty, I got I got a call at four fifteen, so I got brushed my teeth, and I was out the room by four thirty. And then when you texted me, what, 5.36? Yeah, 6 on my break. First break of the day. Yeah, where were you? Starbucks? Starbucks, yeah. Shift souping over there. 
it's quite fun environment. It's quite competitive. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Absolutely. It's quick pace. It's been a good leadership thing, but here's the thing is I want to start using my degree more. I'm currently, my two jobs are fun, but I'm having to work way too many hours to make the amount of money I'm making, and I can use my time way more effectively editing, producing, creating this, and also working a job that's much more strategic than what I do now. What do you have a degree in? Uh, it's, it's in business and entrepreneurship with an emphasis in music. Dude. Dude. Yeah. Dude. I know. Dude. I, I haven't, and I, the thing is, I'm working on my business plan. I know the business I want to launch. It's just going to take me a little bit to get there. I need to get gain the startup capital to get there. That's what I'm working on next. That's my next thing. We could talk more about that later, too. I want to I wanna talk about you right now. Dude, I, I I didn't know you had. Do you have that degree completed? Yeah, you have your bachelor's. Yeah, from dude, you gotta get out of rice, man. Get that out of that place. I know. I know. It can be like a, a top notch in like Starbucks. I know. Rather than making coffee, being the corporate. I have been working on that, trying to get into a corporate sector. Dude, you have enough experience, and you can get into corporate. Absolutely, oh, I know. You can. Yeah, um, that's my that's my current actually endeavor right now. That's what yeah. I'm trying to work on. Yeah, I've been applying. I've I've got like probably 32 apps out right now. Applications. Starbucks is a great company to be in. It is a good company. You have to get in corporate though. They literally have one headquarters in Seattle. I have to relocate. Do do what? Potentially. Is this your place? Yeah, me and my girlfriend. Yeah, we run this place. Yeah. Yeah, we only have a 12 month. The right now I'm waiting for her. So I do want to relocate. Actually, there's a couple companies I've been wanting to work for. Um, Two of them are in Nashville. One's called Daily Wire. Another one is called. Uh, oh, there was one other one. I'm blanking on the name of the other company. No worries, no worries. But yeah, there's one there. Uh, there's a couple in Texas. There's a company called C3 Productions. They do concert production and uh, overseeing the logistics for big events. I would really like to. That's my favorite thing is logistics. I like doing large scale event logistics. So like. 10 to 350 plus people uh, figuring out, you know, escape route plans, figuring out building code inspection plans, figuring out fire escape plans, figuring out logistics with the artists, figuring out back of house arrangement, figuring out front of house arrangement, doing all of that, doing the day of advancement, doing day of production, leading all of that type of stuff. That's Dude, what my, that's what my nice. real heart's in. That's what that'd I'm be, really That'd be nice, man. All the yeah. best of luck to you. Yeah, thank you, man. Working on it. It's, uh, it's steady. The COVID really threw a lot off. Talk to me about it. Dude. So Big time, dude. All my shippings were delayed. They were stacking on top of one another. Holy shit. Yeah, so... A lot of refunds I had. Really? I, I How was that period? Was it just... That was, it was a very hell period, dude. A lot of refunds. Did your employees go home and shit? Like, were they trying to call off a lot? A lot of employees were not willing to work. I was shortage on employees. A lot of people quit on me. Wow. I had a team of freaking... Uh, I down to, like, freaking five people from 12... Uh, sorry, 15 to 12... Uh, 15, 12... Holy shit. Down to freaking five. Holy cow. Like, it was horrible. I'm at downtown. And how many, and let's talk, like, product size. How many products do you house between two warehouses right now? Uh, pro, uh, downtown at 300,000. Exactly. <laughs> Individual lot. products? Individual products. That is oh. headphone, casing, 
or cell phones. Every cell phone. Do you have this phone case there? It's a mouse case. What is that? Mouse. Mousey or mouse? Mouse. M-O-U-S. I can check for you. (laughs) You have no idea. You have so many fucking products, you have no idea. I would have to check. And so... If you want to have a hiring, I'll have to ask my wife because she's all HR. Now, let me ask this. Um, Within your warehouse, what have been some of the biggest complications that have come up? Oh, freaking uh, vendors. What do you mean by 110,000, that? 110,000, man. 110,000% vendors are all the biggest pain in the ass. Really? And how many vendors do you work with currently if you have... I work with a lot of vendors in China. Damn. Yeah. Taiwan. Um, and uh, Japan. Japan is very nice. They're very nice and polite people over there. Sure. But China is like a... It's like hell. Really? Talking, the communication is like, I don't know if he's sweating at me, if I'm doing an M. <laughs> I don't know what the hell. And what that language means. are you guys choosing? Are you using Mandarin? Or? It's, no, no, I can't speak Mandarin. I can know and how I can speak Mandarin. Uh, I'm trying to talk English, you know. And she speaks broken English? Broken English. <laughs> and the easiest thing is visual. I'm like showing him pictures, this and that, but... The hard part is I do want to work with the guy because the pricing got really good. When you started working with the translator? No, no, no. When you start working with the vendor and the uh, communication is hard, but you want to work with them because of the price. Because, like, let's say your price is really good, but you can't fucking talk English. <laughs> you know, then you want to, like... My wife is like, why do you... Why do you why do you work with them? I'm like, why not? The price is really good. She's like, why are you going after the price? I'm like, well, I know it's really bad because you should not go after the price. Sure. You should go after the product because what if the product is bad, then the price is going to be more. So let me ask this. Like, what's your best seller right now? My best seller right now is, the, I think, the iPhone 13, the casing for that is the best thing for Apple. I'm more on the Apple side because I don't do any of the products. I have a product manager for that. Sure. Uh, I'm more on the finance side. Got it. If I'm making money, then you can talk to me about it. Sure. Other than that, I have no say of what to, what is popping, what is good. And what do you what do you base a good year on financially? What are your growth markers? Um, to my on all my products are about twenty two percent higher. Your margins are margins are higher, yeah. And what do you like? A good? Are you basing growth on acquisition of customers or total product sales? Product sales. So yeah, what did you do last year in sales? So last year I had. um, Uh, No, give me the year before COVID, like your normal trajectory. Yeah, let's do before. Yeah, let's do twenty. Let's do twenty nineteen. Sure. Yeah, that's a perfect year. That's a better year because COVID started twenty. Exactly, and Trump was still in office. It's like this is open. Yeah, very good, very good. Trump. I was all for Trump, man. Me. I'll say it openly. I'm not, I'm not, one, to, I'm not one to say when, when you when you when you show when you show the things that we were offered. Right. There were some clear clear incentives from a business perspective and other. Right. Right. Yeah. Like I think he's gonna come back and like I voted for Ooh, Trump, but he. Didn't I want DeSantis, it. bro. From Florida, Florida governor. Oh. Ron DeSantis. He really? handled he handled COVID so effectively. Really. Where, where is he from? 
Florida. He's the governor of Florida. I don't know. I don't know. Check, check it out. Check out what's going what's on. What's his name? Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis. Okay, I'll check him out. Yeah, really good business guy. He's like, his his whole pitch is about bringing as much business as possible to Florida, heavy into crypto, heavy into the future world, heavy into... It's you do crypto. Sorry to pitch you off. I don't do crypto. I don't either. No, I'm not in it yet. I, I wish I got into Bitcoin early as the only one for a gamble, but I still see it. Here's the problem. You have governments who aren't going to want it because they can't control it. And if they can't control it, they're going to build their own currency, which could out-dominate. And I, I like Bitcoin because of the cap. There's a threshold. After, I believe, it's like 28 million I Bitcoin. Don't know, I don't know anything about In the coding of Bitcoin, after uh, after 28 million of Bitcoins are produced on the ledger line, sure. it cannot produce any more new ledgers. Oh, really? So, therefore, it's a hard asset now. It's like gold or like a rock, you know? It's, so... Your you money is any, your money. You, don't you can't get, get any more. Here's my problem with Bitcoin. From a computer science perspective, the engineering behind it can't operate with enough transactions as, like, for example, a PayPal or a motherfucking Chase bank does per oh, day. Wow. Wow. It, it can't keep up with that demand at that scale. So, for example, if me and you want, if you want to give me 20 bucks, it could potentially take all day wow. instead of it going through in the 15 seconds we're used to with instant pays. Do you know what I mean? Because the ledgers can't keep up with the way that that Bitcoin is produced. So that's why people want the Ethereum. That's why you hear about that coin. Because Ethereum is basically similar to Bitcoin, but apparently the process it's better at processing. It has more process power for transactions. But there's issues with that coin and with the, the, the so the problem is everyone's keep trying to build until they find the best coin with the best rules. But the best one that I've seen is Bitcoin from an economic perspective. I like hard assets. The reason you like real estate. It goes up almost every fucking year. Almost every fucking year. And even after a crash, it continues to appreciate and you can't move it. Exactly. Only a natural disaster. Only God is the one that can take that exactly. away from you. Hard assets are the best assets. Exactly. That's why gold and silver, it will never go away. Never. When shit hits the fan, who the f- what are you going to fucking smell? Gold and silver. Exactly. 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 And so that's where the Bitcoin was promising for the future of technology. Because as we get into 5G, right? The whole reason 5G is important is because 5G takes everything wireless without interruption. I've heard of that. Everything wireless without interruption, and there's no exception to it. All data will be managed wirelessly. All transactions, all everything we own will be wireless, and there will be no exception to that. And when you're in that type of space, Bitcoin with a hard asset where it's held and locked and can't continue to grow or fluctuate with inflation, it's really exciting. It's really exciting. That's I've heard but that's of my perspective. No, no, no. I've heard of that perspective before. Yeah, that is that is very nice. But I think right now it's still like gambling, bro. It's still like black markety. Like it's it's getting it's getting. I don't know, man. I don't know. I like to I, I like to see cash. Right. That's why I never got into Bitcoin. Right. Like, and I never got into any of those coins, like those that Dogecoin, Dogecoin, or whatever. What is your return on investment? Like, if you put a dollar in, what would you say you're making back on that dollar right now? On everything I'm Just making. everything. You know how you said you don't save your money right now? You just sort of are growing the business? What What would you say your return on investment is? So, I'm on, if I'm putting a dollar, I am putting back in my business at least 80, uh, 8 cents back. Wow. It's high. That is amazing. I, am That's, just saving, I really like that. I am just saving 20 cents on right. my own. Right. That's all. Right. Like uh, everything else is, I think it's paid off. I have. That's great. And so, what are your what's your monthly expenses look like? And what are you bringing in a month? 
my monthly expenses are about two thousand. Okay. Wow, that's nothing. Bro. I know. I that's know. utilities and all. It's utilities. Because I don't have to allow. Are you fucking joking me? I don't have to allow. No, no, no. I'm not talking your personal expenses. Of course, you'll figure those out. But your business expenses are two thousand. No, no, no. no, no. I'm, I'm, this is personal. Oh, okay. No, this is personal. I'm talking about two thousand. I wish it was my business. <laughs> I wish. You're man. killing it. No, personal no, is two thousand. I guess I'm curious more about the business. Business, I am. Um, I'm paying it about almost for both my locations. I'm paying about twenty thousand. Both of them. What are you making a month? I'm making um, on both of them about anywhere from thirty to seventy-five. Good That's month. Amazing. I'm making seventy-five thousand. Nice. A good month. Nice. Like in Christmas, I made seventy-five, eighty thousand. So, so let me ask this: What is it going to take to get you to a hundred k every month? More inventory. Yeah. More inventory. I need. And Got it. More so, so your food. business, your business growth model is diversification. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. And I need more employees. I, if I have more employees, I can give more. If I have more, it's, a, it's the domino effect. Right. You know? Right. You have more people. You have bigger space. You have more business. You have more inventory. Bam. Mm-hmm. Right now, I have enough inventory for the enough. I have five employees. Do you have to do any marketing in your business or at all? No. No. Nothing. Uh, my business has been going on for 2004. My, like I said, my brother started. And it's been going on since then till now in 2020. That's impressive longevity. And it's growth every year? It's growth every year. That is extremely impressive. No way I can do two uh, warehouses. Now, do you love what you do? Are you passionate about this? I do. Yeah. I'm passionate about money. Interesting, yeah, because you did say that I do kind of hesitantly, like so. It's it's more the money that drives you to do the business. I wake up every morning. Like, why the hell did I wake up at four fifteen this morning for the money? For the money, because my manager, son of a bitch, Sachin, <laughs> called me. He's saying Shout that out Sachin. Uh, <laughs> called me saying that we have all these deliveries that are not going. I'm like, is it my job? <laughs> You're like, wait. What I, is your? Did you just? I would. Did you ask? No, what's your I role? Asked, what's I your asked role? him. I asked him. I'm like, is it my job? What I'm like, he's like, no, no, no. It's it's my job. I'm like, come on, man. If it's your job, then you gotta do this. Like you're calling me four o'clock in the morning, and like you're talking about stupid shit, and then you're like, who's in your team? He's like, oh, Deepak. Uh, um, what's his name, dude? I can never say that. Pranav or something. He's my employee. Sure. So I'm like, who's who's responsible? What is this? He's like, well, they were supposed to go. We don't have the tags. I'm like, where are the tags? I'm. He's like, it's in your office. Mm. I'm like, well, take them out. You, it's your responsibility to get these um, shipments out the door. Right. We are three days late. I'm like they're gonna. Nobody has messaged me. Good job though, as an operations manager. On nobody, the nobody had messaged me, so I did not have any idea about it. Right. I'm like you. Communication was lacking there. Like wait till it vibrates, then smoke it. Deal. Yeah. So, yeah, they weren't on top of that at all. I'm glad you finally managed them though into it. Like you were like, yo, we gotta fucking get this straightened out, put this in order. 
Do you think at first you were worried about giving commands and, and leading people and you grew into it? Or were you always this naturally comfortable with being as forward as you need to because you understand that you have a business to run? Because, like, for me, at Starbucks, for example, I've had grown into it. I've really had grown into it. And it's been fantastic, though. It's helped me a lot. Now, I could go anywhere and I could command and know exactly how to lead in a way that people will actually enjoy my time, appreciate my company, and I'll be an effective leader. No, at first, it was very hard because I was, I was a major labor. I was a labor guy. Nope. So you were trying to do operational labor and managing? Nobody took me seriously when I came into operation management. That's interesting because it was the opposite at my place. No one took me seriously because I hadn't done their job. And no, I, I came as like, you know, I grew into it. Like everybody knew that I was going to take the business because it was my brother's business. And of course, why not? My, I spent a lot of time there. Even though as a labor guy... I spent like freaking good amount, like what, 16 hours? Damn, bro. Oh, at, at the location to become a manager of what I am right now? Is that why you're always sore now? The what? Is that why you're sore and you walk with the cane and such? At times, yeah. Yeah, because of all the labor you put in. Like moving boxes. I was like a walking, talking forklift. Dude, you were. That's badass. And like the thing is, is like you have such a blessed perspective. You seem so. Happy every like every day I see you, you're just so grateful. Right, like. you have to be grateful of waking up in the morning. That's yeah. all I say. Just breathing. That's all. There's when the pandemic was starting, there was a lot of fucking people dying. Like it was scary. Like, um, like I saw videos of, of people in India, mm -hmm. like they were not able to breathe because why? They didn't have oxygen tanks. No medicine. No medicine. I'm like, holy shit, dude. Like, thank the Lord, like, we have oxygen. 100%. Like, that day, I felt like how big oxygen is. I, like, me and you are talking, walking. You don't think about oxygen. Right. But, damn, dude, that thing was big. Yeah, being a... Pre dude, I, I like that. And I have to rationalize it as, like, you have to, there has to be so many coincidences that go perfectly for Earth to exist in the way it does. Right. With the core in the center, how it does, the distance from the sun, the ability to be a gap, a, 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 a solid planet, but also have hydrogen and oxygen exist in the way it does. Man, it's, it's beautiful. Where, yeah, it's the most amazing thing that could have ever happened. I want to ask, what is. What is your goals and plans going into the future? Like, what do you, what are your next ten steps, or like, what do you want to do in your life? Like, what are your goals? man? Um, I don't uh, planning ahead. I don't like doing that a lot because, like, if I don't hit it, okay. So, like, just sit so here right now, bullshitting. Just, I'll be honest right now. Yeah. My goal for twenty twenty end of twenty twenty two is right now. Like I said, I'm at eight hundred. I want to be at least at a mill. Nice. I want to end 2022 with a hard drive mill. Yep. If I hit the mill, the first mill, I'll be happy, you'll be happy. Dude, I... We're popping bottles. Dude, that. dude, that's all, man. That is I'll it. be so happy. 
I see my first million dollars. We're getting barbecue. We're dude, getting barbecue if that happens. I don't know. Dude, whatever you say, I'll take you on a trip to Europe. <laughs> I will You're gonna be that excited. That right? excited. I will. I told that to my two of my good friends. I'm like, dude, I hit my first million. Yeah. I, I'll, t- I'll go out, man. Like, I that's deserve it. And how old are you? I'm freaking thirty. I'm gonna. I'm dude. I just turned thirty-two. I have that same goal. I wrote. I wrote on a piece of paper. I have. Yeah. I want to. I want to be a millionaire by thirty. And thirty-five. That was my goal. Thirty-five. I want to be a millionaire. That's beautiful. So thirty five, like that is like that day. You every day you wake up for that, you know, like shit. I'm getting a closer, a little closer, a little closer. Like today when I was walking out, at like what time I walked out? Twelve thirty. Yeah. I walked out of my office. You know, I was setting it what for the day. It was twelve thirty four. One thousand two hundred thirty four dollars. Crazy. I'm like coincidental, but it's perfect. I'm like, dude, it makes me a twelve hundred dollars for you know for for six hours. Mm-hmm. Let's repeat it. We have three, four more like this. Mm-hmm. Now, what do you do? You think that what can if you're not going to grow? Let's say, like, are you? Are, what are you planning to do this year to get those numbers to a million? Are you planning on having your product manager work harder at finding better products? Are you planning on expanding your inventory selection? Well, I have uh, six product owners on okay. my, my team. I have six product owners who have been a part of our company since the beginning of They basically like function like you. Like they you, function. They, you, they, they are better than me, I feel like. Wow. They are better than me. Like, yeah, like, I agree with that. Are they They're, keeping up with trends? They or? are keeping up with trends. They are keeping up with social media. They are keeping up with uh, brands. Dude, can I come by the office and uh, just get a tour sometime? Yeah, absolutely. I would love to see this all in action. It sounds yeah, so cool. Absolutely. It's, it's a very, it's like, absolutely. You yeah. can come in. Yeah, and then we'll do some photos and I'll post it up after. Of course, that. man. Of course, I need... It's a give and take relationship. I love you, brother. Yep, and that's exactly, and that's the beauty of it. Is like, I you'll get to expand to a completely new audience, but who knows who is intrigued by the way that you speak here and reaches out to you and is like, yo, I want to be mentor, I want to do this or that. You know, it's it. Life's beautiful the way it works. It's beautiful, man. The younger you are, you start, you take risks. That's like. Who cares you lose a dollar? You who cares you lose ten dollars? You have a whole goddamn life ahead of you. You know, I don't, got like I've lost a million dollars probably by now. Sure. I'm just giving you five hundred thousand is a realistic number I have lost. Right. You know, like ever since starting from the age of eighteen, I have lost a lot of money. Mm. Bad products. Mm. Bad employees. Mm. You know, spoilage. Sucks, but you it's worth it every every second of it's worth no, it. No, like it's definitely like you learn everything. Like, bad employees taught me a lot. They, yeah, they are the goddamn bad employees, they wasted a lot of money, hell with them, this and that. But no, dude, how do you keep hiring? And is your turnover rate low or high? It's it's uh, it was a revolving door. People would come. They would get hired. We're talking at the lowest level, right? Like right. Yeah. This this was a lot when I was in the city, because um, it was a lot, like in the south side of Chicago. Mm-hmm. So like it was literally a revolving door for labor. 
people would come work a day work a day a day two days oh man this is too much work oh fuck this shit I can't do this shit oh fuck you guys I can't do this uh, I can't do it um we just leave wow no I'm calling them issues with theft if you were selling like oh, cool oh, phone fuck yeah toys. dude oh cool cool dude, I need fuck, one of these. Like, during, during Christmas oh my oh, god shit so much uh, so much theft Really? So much stuff. Like, people would order, like, toys, this, and walkie-talkies, uh, action figures, this and that. Just not Ship getting any of never. it. Never. Shipping never got processed. Oh, And who, who, who do I blame? Who do I blame? At that point, I was like, who do I blame? Do I blame the logistics guy, <laughs> the shipping guy? Do I call the... So, case study, how did you handle this? So at at that point I was I was taking the hit, dude. The company was fucking taking the hit. Christmas bonus is right fucking there, motherfuckers. You have no idea. <laughs> fucking forty four ninety nine, dude. Take a hit. Forty forty five dollars. Forty four ninety nine. That to me, that's forty five dollars. You know, I'm dude, taking, that's a that's a that's a good steak. That's a good steak at Outback, dude. I can take <laughs> it. You will even get hash browns. Yeah. And corn. Yes. Be happy. You will get a coke too. <laughs> no, like seriously. Yes, I'm I know. Forty-five dollar heads, thirty-five dollar heads. I'm like oh daily my God. though, right? Dude, fucking daily, like two hundred dollars. I'm like sorry, two hundred dollars. What am I saying? Is this dude? under control now? Dude, fucking. Like, Amazon would pay me 50% of it. Wow. Like, thank God to that. But they would, how much would they pay? How many times? Just take a number to guess. Ten times. They pay me up to $2,000. That's it. That's it. That's like three days by that. Pretty much. Because my negative was up to freaking negative $6,500. Holy cow. Did you fire a bunch of people? Dude, I was going insane. I'm like, what the fuck Did is Did you happening? hire a security guard? No, I had I put cameras all over the place. Okay. I have cameras now. So you can prosecute people. Yeah, because freaking, it's, I understand it's Christmas. Like, I understand that. Like, it's a really big holiday. Like, yeah. Have you thought about doing, like, a, like, literally budgeting and purchasing products to give to your employees during that? Well, time. I do it every day, every time. I do it for Christmas. Yeah, I do it for my holiday, for Eve. I do I, I do it for Ramadan. I take care of all my employees, like, for sure. I take care of all my employees. That's I, awesome. Like, if you're working for me, I will do everything that's taken care of. Like, getting, getting you um, lunch, like, on a Friday, every Friday, it's a lunch party. Lunches. Friday or in the middle of the and week. It's good for you. You get points. Sign it's up to a good be a member at that place. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm not losing anything. If yeah. I want my employees to be happy, happy, so I can be happy. Exactly. Because like employees are not happy, I'm not happy. Because employees are not gonna be happy and gonna do something bad. That's gonna damage my business. Why? Why give them that option? Make the employees feel bad. Like motherfucker, I got your dinner, I got your lunch. I'm like taking care of you. Why are you doing this to me? And now, and because you do that too, you build a relationship. I build the relationship. And then someone feels worse when they. And it's not one. It's not. It's not once. It's not twice. It's more than, um, uh, more than what? 
what's that, like weekly basis. Sure. It's been like six months. Holy shit. I, I hired a new, like whenever I hire a new badge, there's a party. <laughs> you guys do a party for it? Yeah. yeah sure, I do. Yeah. And we order good food. It's not just pizza. Nice. Good. That's good. It's just not pizza. No, Dude, my, my, I, I get so sick of like pizza. It, like you had that your whole childhood. Exactly. Get some good Maggiano's. Oh. Like there's Maggiano Italian. Yeah, like that's that. nice. Lasagna. Okay, you treat your people right. I treat them good, man. No wrong. You ever been to Fogo de Chao? Do you like that I've, place? I've taken them Fogo de Chao. I've taken them to Camagunja. Have you ever been there? Damn, you're dropping a, yeah, you're dropping like 50 bucks a plate on these yeah, people. Yeah, $54. Yeah, you yeah, 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 you know you're you're a budgeter. Yeah, exactly. You're the no, guy. I am the paying. I'm the one paying. I know. It. <laughs> so I take him to Kamaguchi. I'm like, damn, like, yeah. dude, because I why I like that shit. Right. I like good food. My employees will like good food too. <laughs> why not? Yeah, I like They're it. Humans, why not? Right. I'm a fucking. Yeah, human. you're building a kingdom, and they, exactly. that's how it goes. I'm like, I like to eat good. Why not? Why everybody would everybody eats good? Why would you? Why would this guy not eat good? Speaking of eating good, I've got. Can you smell that? I have carnitas that have been cooking for since last night at uh, nine p.m. on a crock pot. What's carnitas? Uh, it's uh, pork tacos. Um, I don't eat pork. Oh, that's right. It's they're they're pretty That's good. That's why I can't smell it. Oh, that makes sense. It's also shielded. I haven't opened up the crock pot, so. Yeah, I don't eat pork. That's crazy. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. What What are your favorite meals? What do you eat a lot of? Dude, I love steak. Oh, I steak love steak. steak. What's your favorite cut of steak? I like ribeyes. Rib I like rice. I like tomahawks. Do you make a good steak at home? I make a great steak. At do you home. have a Traeger? I what's Traeger? A grill. I do have a grill. I have, to have charcoal and gas. Oh, nice. Yeah. You I have like a Traeger grill. Then I have a, a pan. Uh, what do you call those pans? There's uh, heavy ones. Oh, a cast iron skillet. Cast iron skillet. Nice. So, yeah, you're getting a good caramelization. Good caramelization. Do you take care of your cast iron well? I do. You oil it every week? Every week. Not every, every week. Okay. And so it's lasting me a good five years. Yep. and it has a nice crust on it. The flavor comes off beautifully. Yeah, beautifully. <laughs> I bet it's fun hanging out with put you. Some, put some garlic and rosemary on that shit. All right, while we smoke this student, I want to go back to a cannabis question. By the way, you're cool with time, right? You don't have to leave yet. You're fine. No, I'm good with time. Dude. Okay, cool. I was thinking by the latest, cutting it off at 4.30. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I'm enjoying this. I'm good. Yeah, perfect. All right, right on, brother. This is a student in glass. Um, I've never done this shit. Yeah, not a lot of people have. So it's I'm one of those. It's really exciting when someone comes over. Shout out to Lillian for being the owner of this. Hey, I'm not shout the one that out Lillian! It. Let's go. Let's go, Lillian! <laughs> yes. So Seth Rogen was a part of the branding for this shit. Hey, let's go, Seth! <laughs> it's a fucking... It's a bong, but this is the pineapple edition. So how it works is... I'm going to put the mic... And that oh, that's the GoPro. The GoPro died, so that we're no longer recording on the GoPro. It ran out of footage. You. Fuck the GoPro. Anyway, yeah, napkin. Yeah, yeah. My gum. yeah, yeah. Let's pause real quick because if I clear that SD card, we can keep rolling with it. Whatever mm-hmm. you gotta do. Let's pause real quick. And we have it in our tech, so I have it forever. Yeah. Like that way. But no, I want to eat there, dude. It's very good. I just had it. And you just need to order... Entice me. What's the menu like again? You just gotta order... Honestly, you gotta order two things. One chicken and one red meat. 
That's it. And that's it, just those two. And then one non. That's it. For you and your uh, Lillian, that's yep. it. Okay, cool. Fuck, I want to have some of that. I gotta try it. I'm gonna get it. It's in Naperville, you said? Dude, it's right behind fucking Rice. No way! Yeah. Like, right behind it? Right behind it. It's like on North Aurora. Damn, there's no excuse why I haven't gone yet. Right, right, right. Damn, I really should check that out. So, I want to go into... What are what are some of your I want to go into your personal like philosophy psychology things? Yeah, for sure. Um, what what's your like? What would you say is your outlook on like the meaning of life, per se? Like what's the live, laugh, party hard. That's okay. all I say. Um, you gotta live. You gotta laugh, and you gotta party it hard. Okay, cool. I always do that. Yeah, because like. You gotta be and be and be humble is a very big thing. Mm-hmm. Like every morning I wake up, no matter what. This morning I woke up at four. First thing you gotta say is say Alhamdulillah. What does it mean? For me is thank you God. Mm-hmm. Thank you God. That's it. Just to wake you up. You don't have to wake up today. A lot of people wait. They pass out in their sleep. So like that thing really like change my perspective like every morning I wake up I'm like oh I gotta think I gotta think be humble and thank you Lord that's beautiful I, I have that same perspective like I I uh, I like my relationship with God is like we are all one with all of it and so like exactly if you, if you don't have the most positive outlook exactly. possible if exactly. you don't set that up for yourself it's not going like, to feed you that way. Like, like, you have gotten everything. You do everything. Like, I'm not going to say I'm the most religious guy. No, I'm not. Yeah. Like, I, I do. I don't, I, go to, I don't go to church. I don't, I, I don't go to mosque every Friday that I'm supposed to. I drink. I smoke weed. Yeah. I was not supposed to have... Um, premarital sex. Premarital sex and all that bullshit. And... But now the more older I'm getting and I'm just I feel like I'm getting more closer to the God mm. and I feel like I am really blessed to be like one day that I wanted to like yeah you've done a lot of bullshit you know like all your age you did a lot of fucking bullshit mm-hmm. now it's like when is that time that you have to get serious right like oh yeah it's tomorrow okay Tomorrow you're gonna say it's tomorrow. Right. Tomorrow you're gonna say it's tomorrow. You gotta make it, gotta have control on it, on yourself, on your own. At that time, that's that's what made me change myself and change my uh, thought on life. Like I used to drink a lot before, and now I smoke a lot. Bef- now. Same. You know. I, yeah, me and me and my girlfriend, we don't really drink. We just smoke. Do you need to take the call? No, no, that's okay. Fine. Cool. Um, yeah, we're we're the same thing. It's, I I I feel. See, here's the thing, though, is because like I I balance my medication. I don't I don't smoke more than I can handle. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like I don't know what that is to me. Me neither. Me neither. Because I think our tolerances are very high. Exactly. Yeah. To where like me and you, this whole time we're just smoking, and it's like we're on a plateau. Exactly. But I think. Yeah, that comes with time. Like, I've been smoking since I was 14 years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And you said 15 for you. 14, 15, yeah. I don't know. So it's like, it comes with the relationship and the territory. Exactly. And that's, that's the beautiful, that, that's, I think, the beautiful part about cannabis is like, if you explore the plant and the herb in the right way, you mature with it. Right. And you understand your perspective with it. And then right. that's, that's the cool thing. Like for me, I don't, I, the part, the times I hate smoking in crazy large social settings where there's tons of partying and all that going on. No, I like to do my smoking with my homies, kicking it back or in the car or prior to the event, you know, let me get my buzz and then I'll come in because if right. not, then everyone's like, yo, let me bum and this and that. And I just want to meet people. Like I just rather have a genuine experience. If I'm high, I don't exactly. want to affect exactly. our relationship. Exactly. Just let me experience my life. Right, and right. And you experience yours. Right. And that's sort of my relationship with it now. And I used to, when I was younger, have a lot of insecurity about going everywhere high. And that died off so Yeah, yeah, so quickly. Like, so quickly. Like, after I uh, was done with college, like, after getting real serious with life, after marriage and everything. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm like, all right, dude. You've got more other priorities. Exactly. And you're, exactly. <laughs> like, if someone else worries, you're not like, I. Your, your worrisome does not jeopardize my understanding of my status to my relationship with this substance. Right. Right. Yeah. And that's interesting too. That was cool that we tangented on that. What, uh, what has been your favorite part about the business and what has been your least favorite part about the business? The most favorite part of business waking up every day is finding new challenges for the day for myself. Because mm. every day that I walk in, it doesn't matter which location I walk into, Chicago, downtown, if it's on South Ass, outside, or if it's in Naperville, it doesn't matter, there's a challenge going on. Mm. And as long as I can tackle that challenge down, it's golden for me. Because a day I go out. Uh, Tend to make three decisions. Decisions. That's it. That's it. Nice. I'm like, if I can make three decisions, it was a good the, day then. For the benefit of business, I will go home happy. I will go home happy and have a good dinner, and I will have a good night's sleep. Mm-hmm. If that three decisions can work out in a good way for me. Because I have enough hours. If you look at it, I have how many hours? I have eight hours mm-hmm. left. You know, if you want to do less, I have what? If you want to work hard, I have about six hours left maximum. Right. Because I do come home, what do I do? I'm on my phone. I'm on my laptop. You know? Yeah, you're still grinding. I'm still grinding. You're in that mindset. And that's the thing, too, is, like, uh, how has it, how has it uh, affected your relationship? And what is your work relationship balance? Does your partner understand? Did they understand getting no. into it? Yeah. How is that relationship like for you? Like, um, what has really helped me is my wife becoming into the business with me because she handles all the HR. She hires. She's the person who hires, fires does the payroll, do the taxes. That's fantastic. That takes a lot of stress from me. Mm-hmm. Like what happened this year for 2021 taxes? Mm-hmm. She did everything. 
was a good year. Did you guys? We we had a good do, year. Do you do it smart? Do you guys? We make sure you have a loss. Yeah. Well, we had we take every every uh, negotiate everything down. We yeah. write everything down. Smart. Every expense that we have made into the business and mm-hmm. to the employees. And that's all investment in. So that's a tax tax Sm- credit. Right. Smallest thing is water bottles. Kirkland water bottles. Those thing. those were awesome this year for you. We have to write those off because why? I give my employees uh, uh, water every day. They want to get water. They don't gotta spend twenty five cents or a dollar in a vending machine. Yeah. They can just they have it at work. Yeah. You know, like that. Those are things. And then what? What else? A little croy. I um, keep those cans. Those cans are what cheap. Those are like how much do I get a case for? Two ninety nine. Whole case, I, I pick those cases up, I tax right off. It works out. Every dollar counts. Mm. Uncle Sam takes your dollar, Uncle <laughs> Sam gives Uncle your Sam, dollar. It, it's, you're smarter putting it back into your business than you are giving it to the government. Yeah, absolutely. 100%, every absolutely, time. Absolutely. Those dollars will be diversified better. Right. You know, that's, that's cool. I like your relationship with that. I like it. You're very business oriented, which is great. You have to, man. Yeah, you have to, and especially in this country. And especially in this country, because this country does not give a fuck about you or your dollars. Now, let me ask you this: Are do you are you a what What is your belief on philosophy styles when it comes to capitalism, socialism, communism? Where do you stand on that? Are you a capitalist at heart? Are you a socialist? Where would you Where would you most align with? If you I'm not a socialist person, because okay. like I like to create relationships. With everything I look into, I look into like I would like to talk to you tonight, tomorrow. Mm. Everything, everybody I talk to, because why? What's in it for me? Mm. Everything else, because I learned this a long time ago. A trade called Witham. What's in it for me? It's understanding that every relationship is a transaction. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm meeting somebody across the uh, across the ocean, across the Atlantic, mm-hmm. like what's in it for me? Why am I talking to you, man? Right. Yeah, you you have this product. Okay, how much can you get this product? Do you notice that people overseas respect your time? Do they respect that you travel they, all the way there? They, I have more respect in Japan because mm-hmm. people give you a lot more respect, and they expect the same in in Japan. You're very respectful oriented. Mm-hmm. You know. I like that. And I love that dude about them because they respect the time rather than going to China. They're, it feels like you're going to like a flea market. Free market, yeah, exactly. Like, I'm like, what the fuck? Where, where the hell am I? What's the cheapest you've ever bought a product for? In US dollars, it yeah. was like seven cents. Are you joking? Dude, it was, it was, it was one of those offensive spinners. You remember those? Uh, yes. Yeah, the fidget spinners came out. I bought them from China. I bought fucking uh, 3,000 pieces. About 7,000 a piece. 7 cents a piece. <laughs> Holy shit. You know, they're sitting in my fucking uh, warehouse. Um, and fucking... Uh, and you have way too many now? They were in for... Couple a couple months. Not even... I, I feel like I did not pick up the right ones. I feel like I did not buy the right ones. 
I picked up because like fidget spinners, they grew up, they they were like fancy. They were having like I don't even know what kind they had. Um, like I had basic ones when they came out, like right. just just colored. Yeah, colored. Yeah. Wow, that's fascinating. How cheap you can get something for overseas? Yeah, dude. And that's shipping and everything. Well, uh, yeah, uh, no, it's shipping. It's um, eleven cents. It's nothing. Oh. What can you sell that for? Uh, you can sell for two, uh, one ninety nine, one ninety nine. If someone's a young entrepreneur, entrepreneur right now, what business would you tell them to get into, and what business would you tell them to stay away from? I'm talking to the mic. The best business right now, depending on your age. Okay. Um, All right. So give me. Let's say they're you're eighteen, twenty plus. to thirty, max. Uh, definitely a really good business that I've been into is Amazon business because I don't have any other skills. I feel like mm. is Amazon, and because you learn a lot of different skills, you learn internet, you learn uh, data, mm. uh, what kind of what kind of products are trending. Mm. You you get to learn a lot of that stuff. Like you learn a lot of retail management skills. Mm. Like payroll is really important. Budgeting is really important. Um, so how much are your payroll expenses right now a month? A month. I, do you think about it monthly or weekly? A weekly, I spend about. Seventeen thousand. I pay my employees good. Like that's I've said, really mentioned before, I pay them what eighteen dollars an hour. Yeah, that's fantastic. That's what I make at Starbucks. Yeah. 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 Plus, I give them other um, benefits. Oh, hit that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, seventeen thousand every every month. That's pretty high. Yeah, that's that's not bad at all. But you're paying you're, you're paying it out over two week periods, I'm sure. So you're you're not thinking you get you get to sh- distribute it, of course. <sighs> Expense wise, is it going? What is this going? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We never got to why Jillian. The what? The strain. Why do you always pick up Jillian? That's a question that we've all been curious about, bro. We've been curious. Dude, the staff loves you. <laughs> what are you talking about? If you don't understand what I'm saying right now, I you don't. Think I'm crazy. I don't. Rise, bro. Yeah, yeah well, I You're know. You're a that. favorite. You are one of the ones that gets cheers from employees when you arrive. Why? <laughs> Why? What are you talking about? Dude, there's just some people who, like, they pick up enough that they become synonymous within the employment team because it's the same staff all the fucking time and so then we 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 like certain characters we like their personalities and your personality and just like your vibes was something that we all very much very much adored um by the way i'm gonna get up so i can adjust that camera because it's going off for the timer Uh, okay and so we adored that and so like when you pick up i was like oh science picking up and everyone knows jillian jillian pre-roll so why jillian 
I wish I could answer that. I don't know. I don't know why, because that's a sativa. Okay. That's the biggest thing, because that... And I feel like I was not getting tired at work. Whenever I smoked that, I was like... I feel like I was talking to, like, a lot of... Doing a lot of moving. Okay. I was doing a lot of work. I was more productive. Okay. So, Jillian being a sativa gave you all the characteristics you were looking for. Exactly. Pretty much, like, it was... Like, it was perfectly, because, like, you maybe have noticed, because I was pick, only picking up 0.5. Sure. Yes. I was only picking up half a grams. And that was perfect, because that would take me from 88 uh, east to all the way to the city from 94 uh, west down to Fullerton. That's nice. And it would, it would run out, like, halfway, yeah. Uh, but... It was amazing. Like, my work went really well. Good. And then when I would come back, I would stop by your place again. Yeah. Because I was living right there. I would pick up another joint. Why not? Well, we appreciate it. You're, you. you're a staff favorite. Though. Thank you, man. Yeah, man. And I like sativas, too. That's one of my preferred. Yeah, Most so of what we've been smoking is sativas. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't like indicas. Indicas just put me to sleep. Same. Same. They numb my body too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I like that maybe at nighttime, but not during the day. Right, right, right. Yeah. It's not a productive high. Exactly. What is uh what is on your bucket list before you die? What do you need to do or experience before you go? I do wanna make enough money for my next generation to live off. Cool. That is my biggest point. So, like, if I can make millions right now at my 40, how much can I make? Mm. 10 million? No, I can make more than 10 million. Because I want to work rigorously, and I, and I would love to get my family into my business, like, and my kids into my business. Mm-hmm. And if they can learn this business, they can be, they can be settled. Very successful. They can be very successful because... This business is very, it's steady business. What would you do if Amazon didn't exist? I don't know. (laughs) I really don't know. Would you just get into a new business? I really don't know. Well, because, you know, because, like, I would, because, like, my in-laws are into tobacco business. Okay. They have retail and wholesale tobacco business. Wow. They have a retail store on Swift and Army Trail. They have wholesale starting in uh, from Amherst. Amherst. Wow. So, yeah. Oh, I wanted to ask this. Do you notice in buying habits? So, like, you started in 2004, right? Do you notice that as technology and social media use increases, people's spending and buying habits for products increases really quickly meaning like you know how tiktok for example is five five to a minute and then people are scrolling so their attention span is getting smaller do you think that their product attention span is also decreasing like they only are interested in something really for a short period of time and then the next thing really quickly of course you you probably have noticed whatever you talk about or whenever you walk into a store you look at a product that product is in front of your uh, phone 
Do you notice that on Instagram? Of course, algorithms. Algorithm. Yeah, they're propagating. So the, the algorithm works well, and if the product is right, and the right, sometimes it works out. Like my headphones, they worked out so good when the Beats were started working. Do out. you represent Raycon? Do you guys push Raycons? No, I don't represent anything. No, they're, they're all home brands. Mm, wow. Yeah, they're all home brands. Yeah, all home brands from Alibaba's that I bought. And that's why I don't spend a lot on sell for a lot more. Mm. Most of them are, are less than fifteen dollars. Mm. Do do you uh, do you just work with Alibaba, or have you um, worked with other uh, wholesale suppliers overseas? I do. And how did you find those relationships? I Were do. you using softwares, or did you? No, no. I went there personally when I was the one to China. When I told you, yeah. And how did you get your first contact? Then? I was walking around, and I was walking around um, of what kind of market? Of it was a fish market or something. I was just like, browsing around, and then I talked to a random guy who was like, "We have a white collar shirt on," just talking to him who can actually talk in English. And he asked me because I was a tourist. He's like, "What do you do?" I'm like, "I'm looking for somebody who does electronics. That's all." And he referred me to a guy uh, down the street. I went to I go as that guy and he referred me to another guy. And then that guy told me to go at that shop. I still remember like I had to go through different different phases. I'm like Is this in one day? One day. Like, Holy fuck, how old are you? One hour dude. How old are you? Huh? How old are you when this happened? Uh, this happened when I went China right now. Okay, and so then you followed the path, and what I happened? Just, I, whenever the guy told me to go, I'm like, all right, this guy, on. hey, that guy sent me here, uh, do you do electronics? And he's like, oh, no, no. I'm like, what the fuck are you saying, dude? I'm like, all right, dude, I'm whatever. So I followed the track, whatever. I don't know what he understood, what I said to him. He told me to go to that person. I went to that shop. The guy told me, I'm like, yo, this this guy over here, he does the wholesale business. For headphones, I'm like, come on, dude. And then you finally found somebody. I finally found somebody. It was at a tiny ass shop. I'm like, no way in hell this guy does uh, wholesale business. I'm like, where's his inventory? Where does he keep it? Inside, outside, where the fuck does he keep it? <laughs> and where did he? He kept it inside. Where? And so it was like a basement. Wow. I'm like, wow, dude, this is creepy as fuck. I went to his basement. Was it nice? I dude, it was like fucking like Chinatown. Were the products good? Well, no, the products are good. Like, no lie, like, I don't use them, but I do sell them a lot. They must be good. I haven't had any refunds on these headphones. I'm like, oh, come on, man. No. I've ever fucking heard. <laughs> that was so transparent. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, it's true. I'm like, as long as the product's not giving me any refunds, it's a good business. Yeah. It's I'm selling it for seven dollars. All right. Yeah, that's really. The good person g- g- gives me a refund. If I don't give, if I don't offer him a refund back, he would have to have paid the shipping, and the shipping is four dollars. Now seven dollars for four dollars is how much? It's more than 50%. Right. 
You want to sell it like fuck it, dude, seven dollars, whatever. Sure, that makes sense. Damn, it's a really intriguing business that you got yourself into. It is. It is. You have to play it smart. Before. You have to be smarter than the other person. You have to think smart. That's all. Mm-hmm. It's just chess, right? Damn. Before you got checkmate, you gotta play it smart. I want to ask, what is your definition of love? What is my definition of my love? Of love. Oh, man. I should, I'm married. I should know this. Your personal definition of love. Love, uh, love is great. To my knowledge, love is great. Everybody needs to find love. Mm. Everybody needs to find the right love. Mm. And... It's great. Like once you find that right person, you can can have a great life. Mm. Like I dated my wife for twelve years, uh, eight years. I'm sorry. Wow. I'm married for five years, so twelve years total. Sure. So I dated her for eight years, and I was like, should I marry you? Should I not? And I was dating two girls at that time. The good, the my my wife knows that. Yeah, I don't know how the hell she married me. I really don't. I'm like I was dating a girl from before, and then my wife came along. <laughs> then I yeah I started dating both of them, and then I married my wife. I'm like, and I feel like I made the big right mistake. You made the right choice. Right choice of okay. marrying my wife. Yeah, okay. yeah, okay. absolutely. <laughs> like, cause like. I have an Amazon business. I cannot yeah. trust anybody on the business, anybody, even my wife. Right. I asked her, I'm like, yo, you got to be part of the HR. This says this. A, B, and C, and D. You have to do your job duties or, you know, hiring, finding people. You got to have a team. She understood the business. Mm-hmm. She went along with the business. That's awesome. That's all you could ever ask for, right? That's it. I'm like, what is there for you to lose? I'm like, there's something for me to lose. I'm like, I hire you, bad employee. I lose an HR. Who the hell do I give that time to? Mm-hmm. I'm like, if you work, you're going to be great. You're going to have a great life. And I'm not going to say, alhamdulillah, like, she, has, she does an amazing job. Like, I don't know who the hell I can make HR to. That's wild. That's such a beautiful relationship to have. Right. Yeah. Like, awesome. I, I handle all the finances. Like, yeah, I got the money, but I want you to handle this, that, this, and that. Do you want to keep buying more businesses? Is that in the plan? Depends. Okay. Right now, um, for the next five years, I don't want to. Okay. Until 2020, um, what is it? 2027? I don't I have no plans of buying any business. All right. That's cool. If you had one piece of advice to give someone who is listening to this right now, what would that piece of advice be for you? Work hard. Don't listen to anybody. You do you. Because honestly, there's a lot of people in this world to not support you. But if you have a dream and if you have a plan, you got to do it. You got to make that plan avail and make it succeed. 
because there's nobody, nobody gonna make that plan successful unless you make that plan successful. Truth. All right, that's really good. I like that. What is a uh, what is your biggest fear in life right now? Oh, cause you can never make much more, a lot of money, right? But you can make a lot, you can lose a lot of money real fast. Mm -hmm. That's my biggest fear. So it's like the counterpoint. It's like the yin and yang, right? You're you're always thinking and you love and you wake up every day because of the money. Exactly. But also the biggest fear is that. Like yeah, if I if I lose if I lose my business, I support a good amount of people. I support nine people's households. Yeah, you're that's nine people bread I'm taking and just throwing it away because I don't know what the nine people's hardships are I don't know what their family hardships are right but all I know is I'm supporting those nine people that's and that's my biggest fear because like I don't want to lose that because what is that nine people gonna do go find another job yeah sure they will of course yeah I don't feel bad but damn, I'm gonna I'm gonna lose a lot of money. Right. I like that. Thank yeah. you for the honesty. No problem, man. Uh, I want to give you the space before we end here. Is there anything that you want to say? Any shout outs you want to give, or any topics you want to cover? Smoke anytime you want. Like I love smoking, so I will tell you guys all to smoke sativa. <laughs> Fuck the indicas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm in that camp. Hell uh, yeah, that's a that's a podcast favorite. Sativas, indicas. Eh, hey man, yeah. fucked. Uh, indicas like in the couch. Yeah, yeah. All right, folks. This has been an amazing episode. We're signing off. Thank you for listening. You're beautiful. You're one of a kind. We'll see you later. Peace. And thank you very much. Bye.